0: Welcome to the Wellness and Wahala podcast. This is a podcast for wellness and Wahala warriors who are a winner, world changer, wise, and winsome. They are dedicated to tackling Wahala, which means issues and problems in Nigerian Pigeon for the good of humanity. Our tribe of subject matter experts in our village are a voice to the voice Like you know, the African proverb, it says, it takes a village. So... We have a tribe of supporters that we will be interviewing on our show. Oya, join me, the former diplomat and public health advisor, Dr. Tomi Ademokun, better known as Oma Abba, as I give you the best public health and wellness in Wahala gist with wonderful people and guests, my VIPs, using their compassion to take action to put us on a pathway to a Wahala-free life. Bless up. Hi, everyone. It's your girl, Dr. Tomi, better known as Ama Abba. And it's been a while, but I'm back again. And this month of May, we are going to focus on Mental Health Awareness Month. Also, um, in my normal day-to-day job, um, I support the Native Hawaiian and Pacific, U.S. Pacific Island region. Um, So this is also the month of May that also is... National Native Hawaiian, Asian American, and the U.S. Pacific Island Heritage Month. And the U.S. Pacific Island includes American Samoa and CNMI and Commonwealth of Northern Mariana Islands, Republic of Martian Islands, Republic of Palau, and so forth. So um, it is a pleasure um, serving that region. Um, we call it Region 9 for about two years now, but mental health is affecting all of us, um, frontline workers, public health workers, and across various regions in the world, not just domestically, but globally. So, um, I just want to start off with some facts. Let me drop some facts for y'all. Each year, millions of Americans face the reality of living with a mental illness. During May, I want y'all to join Wellness and Why podcast as we raise awareness on mental health issues. I will also give you some gems of wisdom and some tips on how to overcome some mental health issues like anxiety and depression and stress and so forth. Because, you know, there's a lot of stigma, especially in our community, an African community, and minority community. But as a Nigerian-American, you know, um, they like to sweep mental health issues under the carpets and um, put a lot of stigma to it. Like, ah, that person, they are my person. No, everybody gets mad at times. Everybody gets some type of anxiety and mental health stress. Wahala, well, they you know, no day finish for for any of our, our lives, both personally and professionally. And we need to be able to provide support to each other and be transparent and educate the public and advocate for policies that support people with mental illnesses and their families. And the theme for this year, 2022 Mental Health Awareness Month, is Together for Mental Health. Mental health is an incredibly important, vital part of our overall health. With a growing number of Americans and people just globally experience mental health symptoms, we need to join together to advocate for improving our nation's mental health care systems. There's been increased suicide, increased, you know, people breaking down and, Um, especially when you have to quarantine and be in isolation due to this COVID-19 wahala pandemic that we've been battling um, for two years. And this past week um, in the U.S., it marked one million people dying. Um, That's the mortality rate. Um, of COVID nineteen, and that's a lot, and that's more, of course, um, when you look at the other regions across the world. It's just one million um, in the U.S. So we need to join hands and you know tackle these issues in regards to mental health. That's here in the U.S. Then let me drop some facts for you for the Africa region. So. Four facts you might not know about mental health in Africa. And this is coming from my resource is World Economic Forum. And, you know, we need to be able to demand for mental health services um, and resources for everybody. Um, and even if you can't afford to go to counseling, there's other resources. Like I have um, mental health cards and journals and you know my my best one is b bailey mimo the you know the Bible app um u version it has a lot of Bible study plans on mental health on depression on anxiety if you're going through divorce broken relationship wahala at school whatsoever there's nothing new under the sun that no day inside the Bible so that's also another good resource that's one of my personal gems and tips the Bible would never ever doubt you but of course it's good to have somebody so whether it's a spiritual counselor a pastor an apostle um somebody in your life that you can go to And, you know, in Africa region, many people are vulnerable, especially women and children. And most African governments devote less than 1% of their national budget towards mental health services. Also, evidence-based interventions is a frontline method of treating mental illness in low-income countries. However, depression is the most prevalent mental illness in the world. I tell you, a lot of people, they depress, you know they they complain they deny they you know there is someone that you know but Africa we don't like to disclose we don't like to disclose our our suffering we i like you know fella I used to say you know suffering and smiling people they will pack on especially as women we will dress up wear makeup look hot but deep down we're crying we're depressed so we need to get down to the basics okay currently an estimated 100 million people in Africa Suffer from clinical depression, including sixty-six million women. You know, you don't hear me. Sixty-six million. Sixty-six million. Okay. An estimated one hundred million people in Africa suffer from clinical depression. The World Bank considers it the greatest thief of productive economic life. With yearly global costs for mental, neurological, and substance use disorders and abuse estimated at between 2.5 to 8.5 trillion dollars a year, because of this depression, wahala, people take it out, you know, drinking alcohol, getting high, doing all types of rubbish. That figure is projected to nearly double by the year 2030. Because this pandemic, I'm telling you that number. Just double quadruple, I'm pretty sure, so when research shows that mental health services provision is being neglected, okay, particularly not just in the US but in developing countries and you know um, or I would say other regions, not necessarily developing countries, but other regions like Africa, we must learn how to meet this growing need, particularly for the most vulnerable women and children and those that are that are disabled. At elderly, um, that are very vulnerable. One, more people are in need of mental health services now than ever before. This pandemic has really showed the mental health stresses and the 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 lack of of our our public health system and our healthcare systems to really um, sustain all of. The, the mental health issues that are just an outlying effect to this pandemic. And in 93% of the countries, at the same time, demand for mental health programs is increasing, according to a new WHO, World Health Organization, survey. Over 60% of the 130 countries surveyed reported disruptions to mental health services for vulnerable people, including children and adolescents, older adults, and women. And those are the people that are most vulnerable. You know, they hear me. So, also, there was a survey conducted by Strong Minds in regards to this COVID-19 pandemic and mental health in Africa. And the results suggest that previous exposure to mental health services has had a bolstering, horrible effect on respondents' ability to cope with stressors brought on by the pandemic. This supports the United Nations 2020 Policy brief. Covid nineteen and the need for action on mental health, which called for increase in global mental health services to help families during this Covid nineteen crisis and beyond. Not just during this pandemic, but moving forward, we need more resources and support for mental health services, especially towards the more vulnerable communities, people that can afford it. We should have our government try to provide those resources and budget in our national budgets for that type of mental health services. Number two, depression is a silent epidemic. The majority of African women don't have access to mental health service. In the communities where strong minds work, we they see depression rates as high as 20-25% in the women that they screened. For African women afflicted at twice the rate of men, depression is the number one cause of disability. Most African governments spend less than 1% of their allocated health budget on mental illness. Due to lack of invest, investments in related services, 85% of the people suffering from depression on the continent have no access to an effective treatment, y'all. Mm-hmm. And then let me drop some other, you know, statistics. The Lancet Global Health article that is titled Mental Health in Africa states regarding the weaknesses of the content mental health services. There are 1.4 mental health workers per 100,000 people. You hear me? 1.4 mental health workers per 100,000. So one person. To 100,000, how how that could work compared with the global average of nine person per 100,000, which is still, which is still a problem. The region also performs relatively poorly concerning the number of psych, psychiatrists, the number of hospital beds for patients with mental illness, and the coverage of outpatient facilities. Also, when it comes to you know counselors, partly as a consequence, the proportion of Africans who receive treatment for mental health problems is extremely low. Hello, because when it's like one to a hundred thousand the ratio, you already know there's a problem. And there are proven solutions, but they are widely they aren't widely used. So there are evidence based strategies that are you know that are available but they're not widely used, y'all. So once again before I get into those strategies um, some of the the good things are like group therapy, that might be um, beneficial to people. However, one in the four you know people in those communities have access to those type of group therapies. Eighty percent of women um, treated remain depression free six months after therapy when they do access therapy. And for every one, one woman who recovers from depression, four members of her household the benefits so when you know somebody in your household has been able to get treatment for mental health it is beneficial not only to them but also to their family to their spouse to their children is it you know it's a it's a ripple effect so as I said number three there are proven solutions but you know our people know they take them up the WHO endorses group interpersonal psychotherapy as a frontline mental health intervention for vulnerable populations, and groups are led by a facilitator over a period of 12 weeks to help members identify the root cause and triggers of their depression and formulate strategies to overcome them. Since depression is episodic and recurrent throughout most people's lives, these newly acquired skills have both immediate and long-term Preventive impacts for the sufferer it is only organizations scaling the cost effective solutions to help end the depression epidemic in Africa and really advocating to our African leaders to put more resources into mental health there you know less than one percent of their health budget goes to it since you know advocating for mental health um, and therapy. 90,000 depressed women in Uganda and Zambia um, started group talk therapy, a pilot, in 2014. And over 80% of the women that were treated for depression... Continue to be depression-free six months post-treatment. And the results also showed that for every woman treated for depression, up to four members of her family benefited. 16% of women report an increase in work attendance, 13% an increase in family food security, 30% of women say that their children have fewer school absences. So y'all, when you get treated for mental health and you know you're off, you know what I'm saying, your sleeping habits, like me, I know like when I'm like stressed out and anxiety and you know depression in my head, like I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not sleeping well, I'm not eating well, you know, I'll have headaches, I usually don't get headaches. like your body, the way God made our anatomy and physiology, is very good, so it's going to give you signs you know, you're going to have red flags. You're you not going to be operating as normal. You understand? If you know that, you're not sleeping well, you're waking up a lot in the middle of the night, you're sweating, having nice sweats, so many different signs that wahala day. We need to be able to address it. Number four, ignoring mental illness has a wide-reaching impact beyond the individual experiencing it. Look, that is what I'm trying to tell you, you know? Many of our African people and those blacks here in America and just minorities, um, well, actually, the global majority, but anyway, that's another a, a conversation for another day. But in the you know, speaking from our community and the black community and the African community, most of the time we be hiding and ignoring our mental illness and the science, and we need to stop. You understand. Know you're not the first. You're not gonna be the last. As you know, my mom say and my popsie will say, you don't be the first. You're not gonna be the last. So get over it and address it so you can get better. And when you get better, and you get treatment, and you address your triggers and your issues and your wahala, you'll be able to be a better person—not just for yourself, but for your spouse, for your children, for your family. You know what I'm saying? For your community. And you know, for all the network and 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 people within your 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 network that you are affiliated with, everybody can benefit. But when you're a hot mess, you have mental is- health issues, you're depressed, and then you're pretending and ignoring those signs. It's a problem. So let me give you some examples. In Uganda and Zambia, we see how women's impaired ability. To function and day by day, life creates profound hardship. When a woman is unable to perform her essential social responsibility, you know, doing a pilot study there, she can become a target of criticism and exclusion. You know, women, we're jack of many trains. Not only are we doing our regular job, we might have a business side hustle on the side. We have to take care of our children. We have to perform and take care of our hubby. So many things on our plate. We have to take care of extended family, mothers and fathers, elderly, and so forth. And, you know, you might be involved in your church and this and that, and it's a lot. An African woman with depression compared to her healthy pair suffers greatly. She is less productive, has a lower income, and has poor physical health. So I know when I'm going out of whack because I start gaining weight, I'm not eating right, I am not disciplined in the my eating habits of eating healthy, and it's a mess. If she is a mother, the negative impact extends to her entire family. Research shows that children of depressed mothers are more likely to have poor health and struggle in or miss school and suffer from depression themselves, y'all. Additionally, untreated depression symptoms in young people are linked to increased alcohol use, increased sexual behavior, and so many other things. So, I know that, you know, because, you know, I could speak firsthand as a mom, um, and just, you know, being also in a relationship, like if I'm off, you know, my partner, like, you know, he's going to feel it. He's, you know, he's also going to be off. He's not going to be happy. And if you're not happy as a parent, you know, and you're depressed and you're having anxiety issues and you're not trying to address it and, and heal, it also affects them and vice versa. So we really need to be active and, and, you know, at the individual level, take care of ourselves at the national level, at the political level, advocate to our governments at the local, at the state level and at the federal level to put more resources um, to support, especially those that are vulnerable, women and children, to help reduce the impact of depression both here in the U.S. and globally and to provide the mental health services that are vital, that are needed in our community it takes all of us and so for example if you're here in the U.S. one of my tips you know is to look you know look at the, the the mental health budget within the health budget and resources that are in your state and if you're not happy about it you know which there's not enough I really I can tell you that now so you know in the Africa region is like one to a hundred thousand right um mental health providers and then here in the U.S. is like I think nine, so not even up to 10 to 100,000. So we don't even have that much mental health providers. And, you know, those that have access is one thing that, you know, have those providers, but then those that have access and that can actually afford it. That's another issue. So being able to contact rights, you know, now, thank God for technology. You can be able to reach out to your senators or your house of rep online, you know, and tell them that you want you know, you voted them in that you want more resources, more of the health budget allocated to mental health services, and especially uh, making it accessible and affordable for more women and children, and elderly and disabled, and holding our government officials accountable. You know, I call it the three A's accountability, accessibility, and affordability when it comes to mental health services. So, once again, happy mental health awareness month. Take care of yourself. Another tip that I have um one of my great like uh, relaxing trips um thanks to Toy and Travel Agency we went to Dubai United Arab Emirates and when I say we turned up we turned up we did a boat tour we went to the the tallest building you know the 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 Khalifa we went to the um to um, the new museum that they opened up And and, in the Museum of the Future, they opened up in Dubai. We went to the the Dubai Expo. So it was supposed to kick off in 2020. But due to the pandemic, they stopped and they postponed it. And the Expo was rounding up this year. So we had to go. And it was so nice because you get to visit like different pavilions of different nations, you know, across the world. And of course, you know, we went to Nigeria, went to the U.S. one. We went to so many. We went to the Egypt. Egypt one was beautiful. So let me tell y'all. We had a ball, so traveling is also learning, it's relaxing, and it's self care. You know what I'm saying? Go to the saloon, get your hair done, go to the spa, get a massage. You know what I'm saying? like when we went up to 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 Dubai, we were stayed in a nice um hotel at the rooftop they had an infinity pool was able to just go to the pool, you know, put on some nice music, relax. Uh, My daughter's a track star, so she was up in the gym. I could see her in the gym from the infinity pool. She was working out, and I was doing my workout in the pool. You know what I'm saying? So my own workout is more relaxing anyways. But I had so much time, so much of a great time in Dubai. Um, And, um, of course, my next um dream um country list to go to is Israel, the holy land, Tel Aviv, um take a tour, you know, where Jesus walked Yeshua, um and just, you know, tap into um Adonai and Yeshua's uh history um and, and, and spirits in the the Holy Land of Israel, um Jerusalem. So I look forward to that one by Ghost grace and um just visiting other Countries that I have not visited yet um, in the past two years. Earlier in the pandemic, I'm telling you, flights were so cheap. We were able in hotel resorts. So we were able to go to like Cancun and Puerto Rico. So once again, thanks to Twin Travel Agency, I will drop her link in contact. But she is the best. She will get you the best affordable deal. She really goes the extra mile. Even gives you a travel gift package where she'll put, you know, all your tickets and your hotel and, you know, your transport information, your expediter that meets you at the airport. Everything, everything that you need, she makes it so good. Like before when I never had travel agent, I don't know how I traveled or de-stress. Put all that, alleviate all of that stress and having a travel agent is free, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, traveling is another relaxing way to so just step away from your busy life, and you know, uh, just relax, you know, and then revive yourself, and then just breathe. Another tip of mine is, you know, Apple. You guys need to give me some endorsement, you know. So, anyways, and sponsor me and sponsor the Wellness Wahala podcast. But I am an Apple user, and I also have an Apple iWatch. And I'm able to download um, apps like my fitness app. And also on the watch, they have ways where, you know, where you can breathe, relax. Like sometimes you just need to just breathe in, breathe out. Like use use the tools that you have. I didn't even know that you you had things like that, like breathe and relax. Like, and you just, you know, for like 30 seconds, you just wind down, (sighs) breathe in, breathe out, breathe in. Breathe out, breathe in, you know, and relax, and just clear your mind. Don't think about any rubbish. No wahala, it 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 is good, you know. Or they have this one: relax and reflect, reflect on the blessings, you know in in africa nigeria we have one song called count your blessings name them. i can't single but you get the point count your blessings name them one by one count your blessings see what god has done count your blessings name them one by one and it will surprise you what the lord has done so sometimes you just need to just sit back and think bye bye god that is my last tip of the day is that you know we just need to commit everything to God and our plan will succeed. when you commit everything to God everything will go well you understand so you might not know how and it might not go well at that moment but eventually God will work all things together for our good. Okay, and God knows the plans that He has for us. So that is my wellness, Wahala scripture that I'm leaving you with Jeremiah 29 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord Adonai, plans for good and no evil to give you an expected end, you know. So you should know that God is the one that created you and He knows the beginning from the end. So we should be able to commit. Our plan to God for it to succeed. You understand? And when you commit your plan to God, God will make a way where there's no way. You understand? He will put you in remembrance of his promise. So that's why I said go back into the word of God. That is one of my favorite tips. And the Bible Version app has a wonderful study guide plan. And they don't even have to be. You know, long and sometimes you know, I can tell you. So if I have anxiety and I'm just stressed out, I don't even want to read. But thank God for audio. Once again, technology. I will put on the audio version and I will let the Bible plan and the Bible read to me. You understand? And they have different versions. They have Urba. They have you know, they have different languages. They have English. You know, it would be nice if they have a Nigerian pigeon. So for you guys that are from the Niger Delta region. You know, I want edo you know rivers, uh delta word people that can speak niger and we do have like i think a Nigerian pigeon bible and there's one app that um i think it's it's called um you know hearing comes something by i go i could drop that link, but it is basically an app that has a different um African languages um translated in of the Bible, both the New and Old Testament. And they had a Yoruba and they had Nigerian Pigeon, I don't think for the Old Testament, but they had it for the New Testament. So anybody out there that got that skills, holla at me because I love it. Like when I hear B Bailey Mimo, that's in Yoruba, you know. The holy Bible, meaning holy Bible, your Bobby Billy Mimo. I love it because you know when you hear the Bible spoken in your in your, your dialect is it's just something else. So sometimes I just have the Bible just plain to me. And also, you know, um there's a lot of great mental health podcasts on um on Apple Podcasts or or Google Podcasts, or anchor, so you know you just type in mental health or anxiety or depression, and you have so many resources using um technology so and I would drop some of those um some of those podcasts that I listen to for like black health you know mental health matters and and you know African mental health issues it's it's really really good um to Get those perspectives. And some of them are trained psychiatrists um, and doctors and mental health counselors and specialists. And it's a podcast and they're giving you tips for free, y'all. So access those things. There's a lot of resources that are free out there. And thank God once again for the use of technology. And, you know, I told you my favorite one, um, which is the Uversion Bible Plan. And it has a lot of resources and tips on, you know, if you got anxiety in your marriage, anxiety at work, anxiety just because of this crazy pandemic, everything. It they did. So um once again, access those resources and I would drop those links in my profile, and also visit Wellness Wahala Podcast, social media pages, my Instagram at Wellness Wahala, and also Facebook, Wellness Wahala. It used to be Wahala Wednesday, so um, that's on Facebook, and um, Wellness Wahala, Dr. Tomi, that's me, your host, on Twitter. So. Once again, thank you for tuning in to the Wellness Wahala podcast and I wish you love and blessing and a month and a season full of no Wahala and get your mental health right. Peace, love and blessing. Bless up. Thank you to the sponsor of my wellness and wahala podcast, Anchor. It's a great podcast and platform and also Nido Radio, Nigerians and Diaspora organization radio 24 7 online radio which also plays my wellness and wahala podcast show so i'll leave you today with the song of the week it's from ada ehi and limo blaze a christian song that says okay everything is going to be okay bless up You're the one for me. You give me good, good.